Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, episode 69. And today we're talking about how to create more money by this weekend. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Samantha Riley, and after being in business for 20 years, I took the leap of faith from a traditional bricks and mortar business into the online world and created a business based around my expertise. Now I have a life that gives me the freedom to work wherever I have an internet connection. I'm now obsessed with helping the unheard experts who are brilliant at what they do but feel like the world's best kept secret transform to influential thought leaders, all while creating a business which gives them the freedom to create their life by design. Join me as we explore the strategies that you can implement to create and grow a business based on your expertise. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another Thursday episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast, Ask Sam and Tim edition. I am joined today by my lovely co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you going, Tim? I am doing great. And look at me, standing. Still standing. Still standing, getting used to my desk. I love it that you're still standing. That's a good thing. Mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, your body's got to be loving you for it, surely. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I I haven't noticed any particularly physical change other than, you know, the sort of the amount of pain I had last week is is slightly receding. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing. It's either that or I'm getting more accustomed to it. (laughs) Exactly. It's all good. Now, today we're going to be talking about how to make more money by next weekend, which I think is a really cool topic. It's obviously not something that we want to be running our business like every single (laughs) week. It would be a bit reactive if that was the case. Many of us us will have had that letter from the tax office to say, this is what you got due for the last quarter. And they're like, oh, great. (laughs) Yes. Well, there's lots of reasons. Could be that. Well, I know that a couple of weeks ago you had a sick wife and a sick puppy dog. That's right. Just sort of threw a bit of a plan in the works. I know a story of Denise Duffield Thomas that did this and got the deposit together for a house that she'd found, which I think is a really, really cool story. So there's lots of different reasons. I know that when we bought one of our businesses that we did the same thing. We had a business come under deal come under our nose. We had to raise a large amount of capital in a very short amount of time. So there are certain times where this comes in handy. Absolutely. So what we're really talking about this week is how to make money, more money by the weekend. Yes, and it's Thursday now. (laughs) (laughs) So act quickly, right? Drop everything. This is the next 24 hours for you and you'll have some cash in your pocket. Absolutely. So grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. If you're out and you're exercising like I normally do in podcasts, make sure you go back and take some notes because we're going to be covering some really cool strategies which you and I have both used in our businesses, Tim, and they work. Well, I think that for me, the idea for this episode really came around a 
conversation that I had with a client, I think about this time last year actually, mm -hmm. and we were doing a consultation around it and they said, we were really looking at you know, this entire digital marketing strategy and it was like, I need to do all these things, blah, 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 and so on, right? And I said, okay, what's, what's, let's put that aside. This is all really great stuff, but what's the biggest pressing issue right now? And his biggest pressing issue was that he had just lost a major government contract mm -hmm. and he was looking at ways to kind of really re-energize his business right? because he had this big hole that he had to fill. And I said, okay, well, this, it's great that we want to, you know, start a social media strategy and we want to look at your website and build SEO. These are not short-term strategies. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And what we really need to look at was how, and these are all important things. I don't, you, you should never neglect these longer term strategies, but if you're looking for that quick win, there are ways, and particularly if you've been in business for a while, that you can do it. And that was really around this first one, which was to sell more to existing customers. Now, I'll give you the scenario. Now, this guy was an environmental services dude, okay, and he removes pests and invasive weeds from rural properties. Okay, and been in business for about 15 years. And I said, okay, you know, I think his name is David from Recollection. I said, okay, David, do blackberries grow back? And he's gone, yes, of course they do, all right, because I can't clear all the blackberries everywhere. And just because I do one property, the neighbouring property has blackberries as well. And I said, well, how, if, you know, if the birds are eating the blackberries next door and then, you know, flying over your, this property, how long will it take to get a reinfestation of blackberries? Mm-hmm. And he's gone, look, probably five years. I said, well, if, do you have records of people who you serviced five years ago? And he's gone, yeah, yeah, they're all in those filing cabinets anymore. So let's put aside for the fact at the moment they're all in filing cabinets. <laughs> let's, let's pretend that that didn't happen. Let's <laughs> right. gloss over that for let's, a minute. <laughs> let's imagine they're all in the CRM system where you could access them really readily. But there's a fantastic opportunity to sell your same service back to clients that you worked with some time ago. Mm -hmm. Now, every product has a life cycle, right? It might be a five-year life cycle. You know, real estate, we know people buy properties every seven years. Um, you know, if you're buying groceries, it's generally every week, mm -hmm. right? But everything has a life cycle because if you can go back to those people who purchased from you in whatever your life cycle is and say, hey, you know, it's been a while, would you like to buy from me again? Mm -hmm. they, you're making it easy for them. They're yeah. not having to remember who you are and remember what you can do. And as long as you've done a reasonable job, you've got a foot in the door ready to sell the same thing to them again. Perfect. So the first tip is to sell more to existing customers. Have a look at the life cycle. Who can you reach back out to? <clears throat> that brings us to the second point because we might have people that are existing customers that may also need our services. That's right. And that seems like a little bit weird thing to say, right? Because surely you're already selling stuff to them, aren't you? But what we think we need to look at with existing customers is what other value can we add to them? And I think that's broken down into potentially two ways. And the first one is what can we add to them and what mm -hmm. can we bring to the table through partners? Two different yeah. ways that we can bring value. Two different ways here, but we're only adding value to existing customers. So the first things I think you'd be, need to ask people is, uh, and I'm going to throw out the McDonald's one, would you like fries with that? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so it's that value add or that value upsell to existing customers. What's the next stage in the journey or what can you offer to customers that adds more value to what they've already purchased from you? Well, a really great way to understand what it is that they're looking for is listen to the kinds of things that they're saying. One of the things that we offer in the done-for-you services 
is once we've taught a specific strategy, which of those customers are then saying, that's really cool, but I don't want to do it. Awesome. We can do that for you. So what are they, what are they voicing as, I actually really wish that I had this because if they're saying that, they're quite happy to open up their wallet and pull out their credit card if they just want you to take the pain away. So listen to those cues that you're getting from your existing clients. Absolutely. But also look at, you know, strategic, where are they going to go next? There's so many businesses, I think, offer a one-size-fits-all, one-level of solution. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's your one program you offer. Can you create? I mean, the thing is what people self-select. When we go to a restaurant for dinner and observe your own behavior, you know, if we're on a fancy date, we might have, you know, the more expensive bottle of wine. If we're, you know, cheap or cheap rather than cheap and cheerful, most mm-hmm. people will buy the middle bottle of wine. Yes. Because they don't want to be seen to be too cheap and they don't want to be seen to be too expensive or too lavish. So we can do the same thing in identifying that customer behavior about what can we offer to our customers in different ways. And I don't mean just different payment options for the same thing. Look to offer as some sort of VIP service. Now, if you're offering a group program, maybe the next level up is your one-to-one or your private group. Yeah, your inner circle test, or your inner VIP, circle. VIP boardroom. That's right. And the next level up is, is you know, your one-to-one. I know, for example, if you want to work with Frank Kern, yes, you can get in Frank's you know, inner circle group and that's a few hundred dollars a month and you can get stuff sent out. But you can also go to Frank's, you know, Frank's house for the weekend. Yes. And you pay $20,000 to hang out with Frank and a couple of very, inner, you know, select inner circle people and yes. you pay $20,000 for that. But if you still want to work with Frank one-on-one and Frank's team, that's $100,000. Yes. And if you want more from that, yes, he'll go and sell you on additional services on top of that as well. Yep, totally. So yep. that's adding a new offer or an upsell. What about affiliates, Tim? Yeah, I think this is a really interesting one that I think people overlook a lot. Many of your strategic partners, and they'll say strategic partners because they have the same client, right, and they're having the same conversation as you, but they're not offering the same service. Mm-hmm. They're not offering a competing service. So many of those strategic partners will have something that's complementary to what it is that you sell that you can offer through your, to your customers through either referral right, or potentially through an affiliate partnership. Yes. So you don't even have to offer the service, but effectively you're taking a sales commission off the top of what it is that you're offering. Totally. And this, you know, we can see this in a lot of big name coaches are often affiliates for other coaching programs in services that they don't offer. So they're filling the gap in the months between them doing their launches. Absolutely. Beautiful. Now, of course, the third one, the third way that we can sort of put more money in our pocket by the weekend is to sell to new customers. Yes. Okay. And this should be fairly obvious. (laughs) If you can go and get some new customers by the weekend, this is going to be great. Yes. But sometimes I think we don't necessarily know who to sell to. And this is where I think it's super critical that you have an effective CRM system that does lead scoring. Yes. Now, lead scoring, if you don't know what that is, lead scoring is a way of telling who is engaged with your content. So we'll tag and segment your database, not so that everyone is exactly the same, but people who are probably either in your pipeline and and maybe having a, a sales conversation with already or are potentially open to a sales conversation if you were to proactively reach out to them with some form of offer. That you can also do it. You might be in a position where you haven't got lead scoring, where we're talking about some strategies and you're Mm. like, you know what, I actually just want three clients by the weekend because I'm super stressed right now 
And that would just ease the overwhelm or the burden of what I'm going through. And we can do this using social media and just opening up the conversations with people and moving that conversation in a more manual way to these one-on-one conversations. But if you're in a situation where you just need like three to five clients by the weekend, then generally if you're in that position, you'll do whatever it takes. So moving those conversations to be a little bit more manual is, you know, it can be done too. Yeah. I think um, one of the strategies I would strongly advocate people to people here, and particularly if you're a consult coach consultant with a high ticket product, is get on the phone and call people. I really say, okay, these are the three people I'm going to call and say, hey, just wanted to reach out. I've got this thing. I know we've been talking about it, but this is what I'd like to be able to do for you if you're prepared to go ahead right now. Yes. Okay. Now, yes. You, may, you may need to wear a bit of a bath on your, on your pricing or add additional value to make the, the offer seem a little bit more attractive than you otherwise would. But again, it's a really great way of sort of getting people to kind of go, oh, this is, there's an opportunity here for me. I'll take that opportunity rather than waiting for a bit longer. Well, there's many ways that you can do that. It could be a price discount, which is usually what I don't recommend. It could be I'm about to put my prices up. It could be a value add. It could be adding in a VIP bonus, like a one-on-one strategy session somewhere. It could be bundling products or freebies from other referral partners or you know, joint venture partners. There's lots of different ways that you can get that scarcity to get the deal over the table really quickly. Yeah. Look, I know our, our good friend Steve Brosman did this recently at an event he in did. Melbourne. We were talking about when you were in Canberra recently. And he, he went to, our, to a bunch of his strategic partners and say, hey, guys, I'm running this course. I'd love to be able to give it away to my clients. What have you got that we can add value? And I think he put together around $5,000 worth of additional value, you know, that he was able to offer the, to the 33, 34 people who actually came to his events, you know, his private mastermind event. And that's not only created additional value for them, but it's actually created a huge number of leads for his yes. partners Correct. as well. Yes, right? very, very clever. Yeah, so lots of ways you can do it. Of course, I think we've got two resources we're going to give away today. Yes. Uh, you know, which we'll go into this in a bit more detail as well. So if you, if you, you know, you want to make some more money by the weekend. Um, Sam, what's, what's your one? Where can we get that? So I've got the Attract More Clients Cheat Sheet, which walks you through how to sign three to five new clients by the weekend. So you just go to samanthariley.global forward slash attract. I had to have a look then. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> global forward slash attract to get a copy of the Attract More Clients Cheat Sheet. And what do you have for us today, Tim? I have one as well. Um, so very similar resources can go through those three strategies. Uh, it is at winmoreclients.com.au forward slash, now I've got to find mine, three <laughs> strategies. Excellent. And of course, the... Uh, the links will be in the show notes. So if you're listening on the go and you haven't written those down, that's fine. Just head to the show notes page and the links will be there so you can get your hands on a copy of those. Excellent, excellent. Beautiful. So what have we got coming up? What have we got coming up next week? Next week, we're going to cover a topic that keeps some people awake at night, something that a lot of us don't talk about. But something that we wish we knew how to do because sometimes things don't go to plan, right, Tim? Absolutely. We're going to talk about how to fire a client. <laughs> Every single one, is, one of us, I'm sure, has made a mistake before and attracted what I would call a D client, not an A client. 
we've all made the mistake of taking on a client that we knew in our gut that we shouldn't have taken on and sometimes we just need to cut the ties. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to discuss next week. Absolutely. So we can have that conversation with you in your earbuds so you don't need to get all stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll keep that one. Yes, do not play this episode around your clients. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Although maybe. Well, it depends which it depends if you've got an A client or a D client, doesn't it, Tim? Oh, for us to call today's episode complete, Tim, I'd love you to leave us your takeaway for this episode around making more money by the weekend. I think the real one for me here from a, a, a longevity perspective is really looking at how do we add value to existing clients? How do we continue to circle back ones with clients we have worked with in the past and potentially have that same problem again? And really looking at how do we add value to existing clients? Right? What's the next thing we can take them to? You know, certainly the last one's great, but sometimes that's a little bit sort of reactive with new, mm-hmm. with new mm-hmm. customers. Yeah. But I think there's, there's a real opportunity for long term in our business to look at how do we add value to existing customers and how do we take them to ascend them to the next level, either through our own services or partnering with people um, who can add value as well. Totally. And I think if we come from that place of giving value all the time and always set our intention that way and keep really good records on who is in our pipeline, it actually, it should just flow on week by week by week that we're always going out to give value to the people that are in our world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sam, uh, as always, fabulous episode. Great to see you again. I hope everyone got value today. And if you did, we'd love you to comment on this the, on the show notes or share with someone you like or give us a shout out and review on wherever you found uh, this podcast that you're listening to today. Um, otherwise, uh, that's it for another week. Thanks for joining us, Sam. Great to see Absolutely. you again. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And we'll see you next week. Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders Inner Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.